Happy Thursday, everyone. So glad you're here with us this morning, Kahori and I here in the living room, and uh, we're just so glad you've joined us. Today is Thursday, May 6th, and uh, we're continuing to look at God's Word every day just as a way to tune up our hearts for the day. And today my principle of wisdom is this, those who fear the Lord know that He is not too busy to know every bit of wisdom that we are lacking. The Lord is not too busy to know every bit of wisdom that we are lacking. I love this truth. I love the fact that God knows us intimately. He knows who we are. He knows our personalities. He knows our strengths and weaknesses. In fact, He knows us better than we know ourselves. And so He knows what wisdom we still need. And we're going to need wisdom our whole lives, every day. Until the day we die, we're going to need more wisdom from the Lord. And He knows exactly what we need. That's what the Scriptures tell us. And I just think this is a fantastic Bible truth. And it really touches my heart. I want to start off in 2 Chronicles chapter 16. 2 Chronicles chapter 16. So turn there, if you would. And there's one verse there that I know that you're familiar with, but maybe you don't know the context. And so let's just look at that first. I have, I think, four passages to look at. So 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9 says, For the eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. I love this verse, and I've always loved this verse, because you can just imagine God looking out over the whole earth, right? looking for those who seek wisdom, who love Him, who desire to be close to God. He's looking for those kinds of people. We want to be those kinds of people. And He finds us and He strengthens us. It says, The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Now watch this. Um, The context is uh, King Asa, who at that time was the king of the southern portion of the divided kingdom, The southern portion was called Judah. And uh, during this time, the king of the northern portion of of the divided kingdom, the king of Israel, had decided he was kind of going to come against Asa. And so uh, Asa, what he did was he went and talked to a foreign king and got an alliance with a foreign king named Ben-Hadad of Aram. Ben-Hadad of Aram. And then God said, you shouldn't have done that. He said, through the messenger Hanani, this is verse 7, he said, through Hanani, because you relied on the king of Aram and not on the Lord your God, the army of the king of Aram has escaped from your hand. And so uh, uh, he's saying basically, look, you should have relied on me. You should have sought after me instead of allying yourself with a foreign nation. Uh, in fact, he says in the end, you've done, you've done a foolish thing. Look at verse 9. You've done a foolish thing, and from now on you will be at war. And so when we read verse 9, and it says, The eyes of the Lord range throughout the earth to strengthen those who heart, whose hearts are fully committed to Him. Essentially it's saying, look, King Asa, you've been a fool. You should have been wise. If you were wise and, and sought after God, He would have strengthened you, right? Because that's His joy. That's His desire, is to strengthen those who, who want their hearts to be, um, 
to be strengthened by God. So that's a fantastic start uh, to our little mini study here this morning on the fact that God is not too busy to give us His wisdom. Now, I want you to turn back a few pages to 1 Chronicles, 1 Chronicles 28.9. 1 Chronicles 28.9. Now, this is King David talking to his son, Solomon, who's about to become king. And he says in verse 9, And you, my son Solomon, acknowledge the God of your father and serve him with wholehearted devotion and with a willing mind, for the Lord searches every heart and understands every motive behind the thoughts if you seek him. He will be found by you, but if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. So here's this truth again, that God is searching every heart, right? He's understanding every motive of every person on the face of the earth, right? This is huge, what God can do in his infinite power. His infinite power, he loves me so much. He searches my heart. He knows my motives. He even knows the motives of my thoughts, <laughs> not just my actions. This is so personal. I love it. This really touches my heart that God knows me that well. He knows what I need. He knows what I'm lacking. He knows um, what I need to learn, which, by the way, is a lot. <laughs> uh, experience takes years. And I'm still becoming experienced. Even at the age of 57, I have so much to learn. I have, a, I have so much uh, to gain in wisdom. Uh, and I'm looking forward to that, as I was talking about the other day. Being a lifelong learner is such a joy. Well, God is the one who's teaching me. And He's not too busy to do that. You know, there have been people in my life that were too busy for me. I wish they hadn't have been too busy for me because I would have learned, loved to have learned from them. And this happens. People sometimes fail us. They are too busy or distracted or just not, they don't have the time for us. But God is never like that. God always has the time for us. God is never too busy to know us, to love us, and to help us. Amen? Well, when I talk about all of these things, I'm sure that you're thinking, as I was, well, that's what it says in Psalm 139. And Psalm 139, of course, is the pinnacle verse on God knowing us intimately. So let's just look at that a little bit. Psalm 139, starting with verses 1 through 4. O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. You know when I sit and when I rise. You perceive my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out and my lying down. You are familiar with all my ways. Before a word is on my tongue, you know it completely, O Lord. That is the pinnacle of the explanation of God's intimacy in the Scriptures right here. How much God understands, how much God perfectly knows about my life. He knows me even better than I know myself. You have searched me, you know me. When I sit and when I rise, you know my thoughts from afar. You discern my going out, my coming, my lying down. You're familiar, I like this, you are familiar with all my ways. He knows our personalities, doesn't he? And he wants us to have the increase. He wants us to not be foolish, but rather be wise 
in all of life's circumstances. How do I know? How do I know? Well, look what the psalmist, this is King David, says at the end, verse 23 and 24. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. King David knew that God cared and that he would help him, that he would give him um, uh, encouragement, leadership, wisdom. See if there's any offensive way in me. Take the offensive ways away. That's foolishness, right? Take that away. But rather, lead me in the way everlasting. Show me the wisdom that I need to have. David sought after God's wisdom all the time. He was a great seeker of God's wisdom. Wise people do this. Wise people want God's leading. Wise people want God's discipline and God's reproof because we know that if we open ourselves up to God's discipline and reproof, He will do that tenderly in our hearts. He will grow us from day to day, from one situation to the next, and He will be tender in that because He loves us like a good father. But if we close ourselves off to the Lord, and if we don't ask for it and seek for wisdom and for uh, reproof and correction, then God will have to do that in a way that's not tender, won't He? Right? He'll have to give us our comeuppance at some point. He'll have to shock us and rock us out of our situations in order to get our attention. I don't want that. I want God's tender touch on a daily basis. So I love this idea of God knowing what I need uh, and, and that He'll put things into my life if I, if I watch and if I see. He's putting things into my life to teach me each day. He's, nothing is random. Nothing is coincidental. He's putting people into my life and situations into my life that are supposed to teach me on a daily basis. God, I can just think back over the years, God has brought me people, God has brought me jobs and provisions and situations that were just at the right time. Uh, early on, of course, God brought me Kahori at just the right time as the perfect, um, as the perfect spouse for me, for my life. God does this because He helps us in a well-timed way. That's what it says in Hebrews chapter 4, and I'd like to close with this. Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 and 16, that Jesus knows us and helps us in a perfect way, in a perfect time. Look at this. Verse 15, Hebrews 4. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet was without sin. Let us then approach the throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. To help us in our time of need. It's a well-timed uh, help, as John Piper says about this verse. The Greek there, the Greek construction of that phrase is a well-timed help. The focus is on God's good timing there. And so God knows us intimately. He loves us perfectly. And He knows exactly what we need in a well-timed help. Well, God is not too busy to help you today. And He's not too busy to help me today gain the wisdom that I need. Praise God. So let's just continue to thank God for this truth and seek that wisdom He's willing to give us.
Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I do thank you that you know us perfectly, even that you know us better than ourselves. And so, Lord, you are working for our good, as Romans 8.28 says. You're working for our good. And, Lord, help us to have spiritual eyes to see that. And that today is just another one of those days that you're working for our good. Lord, there might be some stressors that we're looking at. There might be some things that we're worrying about today. Lord, almost always is something. Uh, but, but give us the spiritual eyes to see that those things are working towards our good. And God, that you are good and that we can rest in you and rest in your love today. Thank you, God, that you're not too busy to love us even this day and even this moment. We acknowledge that truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I love you all. Thanks for listening today. I do not have a testimony for tomorrow to share with you. Uh, and so there will be no um, live stream tomorrow, likely. Um, but I will see you. We'll look forward to seeing you on Sunday. And uh, we have great things planned in church for Mother's Day. So see you Sunday morning. Love you all. Talk to you later.